0: It's time for the two news talking sports weekly huddle, Utah Jazz Edition. All that jazz. Brought to you by RC Willie. Happy New Year, everyone. Welcome into the debut edition of All That Jazz for Two. 2019. Already? Yeah. Man, remember, we're we're old. remember when we we're well, panicked about
1: Y2K? Do you I remember know. that? Yeah. Never thought we'd get to 2019 and 2020. Is where were right you at the corner. moment
0: that midnight? Got, you know where I was? I was on an airplane. I was flying back from a bowl, a bowl game. Where a bowl game was? Liberty Bowl.
1: Yes. And I probably, I bet you, I was, I was yeah. with you, New Year's Eve flying back. Yeah,
0: exactly. And we were like, okay, yeah. it's midnight. Is the plane we going make down? It? Yeah. <laughs> Everything worked out. Okay. We did. We're here. And there, that was 17 years, 18, 19 years ago. Oh. Anyway, it's good to have you in here. Uh, we finished off the year Christian Kenny was here yeah. last Friday talking about all that jazz uh, a few there's only been a couple of games but a lot mm-hmm. of things have transpired in that time and let's start with your high notes. I love your high notes. Yeah. As we, we actually have quite a few of them because even though the jazz you know they're, they're like this. Yeah there are some very good things to talk about. Let's start with Gobert. His domination is yeah. so much fun to watch.
1: You know, the interesting thing, we had this conversation our pregame show before the Knicks game, which was kind of apropos because in the Knicks game is when he had this fantastic, br- not right, breakout right. game, but just this, this, you know, the pick and roll was working so well with Dante Exum. And he was at the rim double-double early in that game. And where the question was, is this guy an all-star performer? I think the, the, the consensus is, yes, he is. He's not going to be voted in, but he's going to, I mean, from the fans, right, but right. he will be a coach's selection because he's putting up all-star numbers. And he's been doing this since the beginning of the season, both offensively and defensively. He's the reigning defensive player of the year, and his defense is phenomenal. But he's adding to that, as far as his game is concerned, more on the offensive side to, to, to really bring the attention to his overall game. And he's one of the big men that you love to see. Carl Malone used to do this so very well, which is run the floor, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And this is a great play right yeah. here where he blocks Damian Lillard two hands. And he yeah. had he had a, a a play in I think it was the game against the Knicks where he went he just grabbed the ball right out just of the took end, it away from him, right? Yeah. And yeah. those are the kinds of plays that make you stop and pause and go, wow. You know, you start to appreciate the talent. That he possesses.
0: And remember when he first got here, he was just a giraffe yeah. that could rebound. Really tall kid was from France, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's fun to see him develop. Uh, the twin towers, if you want to call them that. Remember, I mean, a year ago it was all can favors coexist, mm-hmm. and he resigns. And, man, he is playing well. That's your next high note.
1: Yeah, and he's been doing this in limited minutes, Fox, because you take a look, and if you look at it, pull out his average to a 36-minute average, right, then he's really, he's scoring 17 points and getting 11 rebounds. He's never rebounded that well in his career, but right now, and there's been one time or two times in his career, I think, where he's had 18 points for 36 minutes. But right now, even though he's playing limited minutes, his production is his all-time high, especially on the rebounding side. And the thing about Favors is he is so willing to do whatever is necessary, come off the bench, be a starter, even in the game that they lost last night. You take a look at his performance. He had 15 points in the first half. He was really responsible for a lot of the offense and keeping the Jazz in that game and keeping it close because that could have easily been a blowout. And you look at career-high performances, You know, from two of their players, including Kawhi Leonard from the Raptors.
0: Jazz only four turnovers in that game. Yeah, Is that even possible? That's unbelievable.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say on the broadcast last night that that's fewer turnovers than the Utes had in their bowl game, but it's too too soon. Is it too? (laughs) It might be too soon. Former Cougar. (laughs) No, but but really, if you look at at them being in that game because their shooting percentage was really poor at yeah. different times. In fact, they finally got to 40%. But if you look at the way that Kawhi Leonard was playing, the efficiency he played yep. with, 60% shooting on the other side from the Raptors, the only way you stay in that yeah. game is you take care take of the ball. They did do that. Yeah. All
0: right, another high note for you. Leica the way Crowder is playing. We don't talk enough about Jay Crowder.
1: How about a career high from Crowder last night? We talked about the, you know, Siakam had a career high, so did Kawhi Leonard, but so did this man here. And a lot of it has to do with his ability to shoot from that spot right there. From the top of the key, this man is in the 70 percentage range Unreal. of making three-pointers. He was feeling it so well last night, he was jumping out four feet beyond the three-point line and knocking them down. You talk again about the Jazz being able to stay in this game last night with two guys, one scoring 29 points, one scoring 45 points. It was off the bench, Jay Crowder's performance, his ability to shoot the, you know, the ball well and keep the Jazz in the game. But he's been playing well this whole time. 30-point performance is a standout yeah. performance and career high, and so you take note of that, but that don't discount that he's been doing this for a while now
0: for the Jazz off the bench he's, or as a starter, too. He's found a home and yeah. going through the whole camp and everything helps out. Uh, we always know you're a shoe guy. I mean, this this looks like you've gone a little deeper into the yeah. closet.
1: Well, these are but, Saddle Oxfords. It might be not but, be appropriate, but it's sunny outside today. So yeah, you know, it is. Or it was earlier today, so we can we can do this.
0: Well, let's talk a little yeah. bit about Donovan's shoe. We had Kristen yeah. on Friday. She was actually back there when they did that announcement. Yeah. But uh, we'll call that a high note. This is this is a
1: big, big deal. I think that you, there's, it's hard to downplay this. You see his logo, the spider. You like of, that logo? You know, I do like that logo, and it, because it, it, I think it embodies what Donovan Mitchell is. You know, he's one of those guys that has all these abilities, right, and superpowers, if you will. I really like the shoe. You know, you, you, you're one of the few that's actually seen You held the shoe. I actually held the shoe in my hands, and, and uh, Kristen Kinney was up on our set doing a little piece with yeah. with the uh, on the shoe. And so there's only two pairs that I'm aware of, and Donovan Mitchell has both. Um, they're, he's they're not playing not for, on them. Yeah, yet. they're not he's for just, sale yeah, yet. If you yeah. if you look at the highlights, which are recent highlights, he's not wearing the actual new shoe, right, right, right. which is called the Don. And uh, so you know, it will be out. But that this is a huge deal for a kid to be able to have his own
0: was well, He's only the second jazz guy remember the LA Gears with the yeah alone? <laughs> yes I, I do remember those and
1: he had apex he had a bunch of yeah, different. He British a lot Knights on. maybe and I don't know that is cool.
0: <laughs> all right well we're gonna stay with Donovan because yeah. once again we, he he's struggled this year but you want to talk specifically about yeah. Donovan and jazz losses
1: in jazz because the big difference is is the way that Donovan plays in jazz wins versus the way he plays in jazz losses and we'll talk about the road record of late and, and it's not very good for the Utah Jazz. However, you look at what he's done and the losses. It's 37 percent from the field. There's no doubt that Donovan Mitchell is struggling right now with his shot. Um, The good news is that I don't think anybody's panicked about it. We know what he can do. We saw it last year, and we also see it this year in the wins. But Donovan Mitchell, I mean, it's hard to imagine. Can you imagine, like, let's take you back 70 years to when you were in your 20s, okay? And so if we were to do that, if you can remember that, it might be hard. I I have to refresh your memory. You might have some notes uh, chiseled into stone. But if you look back, I mean, what were you thinking? At that time, you know the the kinds of pressures that that you had on your life at that moment, versus where you know Donovan Mitchell is at this point in his career. It's kind of it's hard to compare or even you know identify with what that's like. And so he's going to work through some of this. It's gonna take well, we didn't time.
0: have Twitter and Instagram back then, so no. you don't know what you I am doing. You guys didn't even have through. telephones back then. By the then. way, I got to ask you this. Um, yeah. Kevin McHale is an analyst now. He mm-hmm. said that the rest of the NBA has figured out Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. I mean, he just threw a shade right <clears throat> over his lamp. <clears throat> so what do you, no, you don't agree no. with that?
1: No. No, because his game is still evolving. I mean, they, right. they may have figured out Donovan Mitchell's. Freshman, or you know, his his rookie season game, right? And so he'll still need to adjust what that's going to look like his sophomore season on and on and on. Right. But you can okay. say that about every player that's come through the game and say, Oh, they figured them out. Well, the great players will evolve and you'll see something different. Yeah. So it's not like, I'm not concerned not, about that. Kevin like, McHale, yeah, you are great. It's rate, not over. No,
0: no, yeah. okay. Uh, let's talk about two more quick things. The Jazz began this season. You remember the first three or four all that jazz shows we did, we were talking yeah. about how great they were on the road. Well, now. It's the other way around. Yeah. What is it? They've lost five of six, yeah. I believe. You know, oh, and, sure. and
1: some of this, you can, you can just point out the, the fact that the fatigue factor will take its toll on a team. Where the Jazz were going on the road, come back for one, go on the road again, come back for one, go back on the road again. And they're on a four-game road stretch right now. Oh, yeah, and yeah. we talk about the schedule and whether or not it's getting easier. You know, when you go up against a guy like Kawhi Leonard, this kid was amazing oh, in, in the game. This, this play right here, that's, I mean, <laughs> and that's freakish to be able to make a play. Like, that's Dr. J-ish the way he did. And then you take a look at some of the other games that the Jazz played on the road. Okay, now you go against this guy right here and James Harden. We're talking about some of the best players, best scorers in the game. And so, you know, when guys go off, like this, then it's very difficult to be able to stop them. So the schedule plays into it and the jazz, I, I'm telling you the, the jazz schedule is going to lighten up. We keep Yeah, we're going it, to like, talk about like that. When is that going to yeah. happen?
0: No, it's going to happen. I promise we, you. We'll show you that. Yeah. Our schedules haven't come, but they, it's like that 500 barrier. Yeah, they just can't get over that. <laughs> you know, you keep
1: getting to like, there were 18 and 19 going into yeah, last one nice game, game away. Yeah, just one game away. And it's like, if we just get this one, get to 500 Think maybe we can get over the hump if that, that could happen. And it just, it doesn't happen. <laughs> Yeah. And so it's going to happen at some point. And the Jazz will have a schedule that will lighten up while they'll go against sub 500 teams. In fact, you know, we'll look at the schedule here in a moment, we'll but the, there is a light at the end of this tunnel. All
0: right. All right. Well, it's time for another edition of Jazz Bites presented by Bishop Family Dental because you deserve a <laughs> positive experience. We're actually going to go back to Saturday. Yeah. Now, you and I were talking about this game after the Jazz beat the Knicks. And in that game, Dante XM, 13 mm. points and an even more impressive 13 assists, that was huge. His teammates clearly love this guy and the improvement that he's made.
1: Jazz Bikes, brought to you by Bishop Family Dental. Confidence, you know, and it's not just on the offensive end. He's playing great defense, you know Doing what he can to make it tough on his defender and then going ahead and running the show You know, that's not an easy job You know <laughs> when him and Ricky were out in the playoffs It was I realized the amount of work that goes into it, you know, so I, I respect it. he came in and did this thing Got his first double-double, You know, I got his little water bath But you know he's he that's what he's that's what he's capable of and we, we see that all the time He's been injured the past few years and for him to not lose a single step you know, if not, I didn't think he, he, he gained a step, you know, and I think, look at last game, he hit, what, three or four threes? You know, the fact that he's taking those shots and be, being aggressive is something that we love to see, you know, and I think that that's the aggressive Dante, and then, now it kind of makes it hard for the big to decide what he wants to do, and he's he was messing with him tonight, you know, and I think he's going to keep doing it. I always love to play with Dante, you know, he's a very good uh, very good passer, and, uh, and tonight he was great. He really gave us uh, the spark we really needed early in the game
0: what can you say about just the where he's at now and what you're seeing in his growth
1: I mean the last few games, has been I think is the best stretch of his career from what I've seen you know he's been a uh, really aggressive but uh, making the right play you know and uh, and still being good defensively so it's uh it's fun to watch guys that are willing to be unselfish and I think we have an unselfish team that you know want to make plays around them better and um, that's
0: something you know I try to do when I'm out in the court get guys involved and um, you know I Rudy and Fave love it when they, they get a lob, and you know that's what I'm just trying to do. You know, I love seeing this because you remember yeah. you were there earlier in the season. He had a couple DNP's, yeah. and things just—it was like, what happened? They had just signed him. So fun to see yeah. Dante step and it up. And it's funny right
1: because there. you hear, you know, the comments coming from Quinn Snyder, and anytime everybody asks about Dante X, and he's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa we're not going to grade Dante after every game," you know, he's—he's he's all about, you know, the the <laughs> body so of work. And, and yeah. how, it, how it progresses. I love what Rudy said in, in the interview. You know, Part of the interview, I don't think that we, we captured it here, was that, oh, you know, on the passes, like one of them I had to reach for, you know, <laughs> the other ones were perfect. But, you know, for you and I, we watch this in, in, and, and just, you know, we, we can appreciate it. I don't think we understand how difficult it is to throw this alley-oop pass. I remember oh, we, yeah. were, we were goofing around in the back and you were trying to throw me a ball I was just over, you know, over the other side of the cubicle and you missed me. Yeah, and, and And these guys are, are trying to catch somebody you know, uh, in stride going to the basket and, and keep it away from a defender all at the same time. It's pretty remarkable what Dante did, that 13 and 13 performance, the double-double points and assists, and he got 11 of those in the first half of that game. Right. That's unbelievable. Yeah.
0: Anyway, great to see yeah. him doing that. All right, time to take a look at a little segment we like to call Home Court Advantage.
1: This is your Security National Mortgage Company, Home Court Advantage.
0: All right, Home Court Advantage segment presented by Security National Mortgage. Slam dunking your mortgage for more than 25 years, and here's what's looming for the Jazz. A couple days off, that's nice, and then the back-to-backer. Then they start next week with their first meeting with East leading Milwaukee. Then four straight games at home, including the Bronze Lakers. Friday the 11th. Yeah. All right, what do you see? You know, LeBron,
1: you know, dealing with injury right now, and you take a look at these teams, and, and they talked about, you know, the, the the bulk of this game. We're almost to the halfway point. We've got about 45 games left That's to play. That's crazy. Right? In, in this season. And and you look at that, and they're, they're going to have a large chunk of those games. In fact, 12 of them against really bad teams. And that. that you know what? Let me show yeah. you that.
0: Let's pop that up yeah. right now, because what you're talking about is uh, th- this is some of the games coming up. Right. 11 they got the Suns yeah, look, look, twice? Yeah. Uh, and you, you, you've only
1: you haven't played the Suns yet. So you got the Suns four times on the back end of this that's schedule. True, total, yeah. You get to play the Knicks again and they're terrible. You know, what we saw terrible. from them. And and so you, you look at, at what the, the Jazz have as far as you know contenders and pretenders, there's a lot of pretenders. Right. There. And some of these guys are, are pretending like they, they care about the lottery. You know, that that's where they're at. Yeah. And and so Well, those you,
0: are the games you have to win by so, the way.
1: I was uh, yeah. talking to Mike Smith about this, and he said, you know, realistic, you look at that in 12 games where you have really not very good teams. If you can go 10-2 and two in that stretch, that's, that's good. putting you right yeah. in position. And if they can do that over the next little while, let's say the next seven or eight games, and we'll talk, you know, in, in the next few weeks here. I, the prediction is they will be in the eighth spot within a couple of weeks.
0: And then just keep Eight to climbing ten games, from there. They should yeah. get back to then that never spot know. where they're
1: competitive. Two and a half games or something in that neighborhood out right now.
0: You never know what happens right. after
1: the All-Star break.
0: Uh, and Mike Smith pops in now yeah. and again. You, you enjoy that? The I'm, I'm, lo- Cougar. You're I'm both couple of Cougars. No, we're having a great
1: time. I got a text message from him or, you know, today because he traveled back. He'll be back Friday and Saturday for those games. He'll so okay. return uh, at the end of this This uh, for, for the Milwaukee game. But I love having his, his basketball knowledge, his IQ is, is fantastic. His preparation is great. We have a great time.
0: He uh, broadcasts for the Clippers for many, many years. years, All right, there you go. All that jazz in the books with Alemma Harrington. We'll see you next week. It's going to be either lemma, Kristen, or David. Keep that a surprise.